Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ubaldi Reports. Now, this presidential election is red one for the ages. And you think with all the twists and turns, it couldn't get any stranger. Well, it did. This week, um, a couple things happened. The FBI uh, let everybody know that they found 15, about 15,000 emails that were not turned over by Hillary Clinton. They also had Judicial Watch, which was a conservative group, released about 300 pages of State Department documents showing that were previously not turned over, and we'll get into that later. And then Judicial Watch released 725 pages of new State Department documents which showed an intermingling of the Clinton Foundation and her tenure as, well, Hillary Clinton's tenure as Secretary of State. Now, first, um, let's just kind of wrap up how do we get to this point and what does, what does all this mean? Well, in 2009, um, Secretary Clinton became, was appointed by President Obama and confirmed by the Senate to be the next um, Secretary of State. He was her first Secretary of State. In that time, she was. She signed a document that she would not have any sh- way, shape, or form any dealings with the Clinton Foundation in her tenure as Secretary of State. Now, obviously, everybody knows about the Benghazi terror attack, which killed four Americans, including Ambassador um, Stevens. Well, there's been a numerous investigations, and the final one was when an um, email was found that Ben Rhodes, the Deputy National Security Advisor for President Obama, sent... I can't remember who he sent it to, but he sent an email, I think, to the State Department showing that the video, which they said was the culmination of what caused the terror attack, was not the case. It was a terror attack. So then then Speaker of the House John Boehner said, "Okay, that's enough of this. Let's get to the bottom of this. Had a select committee, both Democrats and Republicans, headed by Trey Gowdy. In that investigation, even in the previous investigation, they found – um, they didn't really find anything. Well, in this investigation, they found, which was the biggest bombshell, that Hillary Clinton had a private server and a private email address, which she conducted all government business to go through. Now, she said other Secretary of State's, most notably Colin Powell, had this. That is false. Colin Powell did not have a private server. He had a, a, a private email account, which he did, did some business inside the State Department, which was off his AOL account, but all classified materials was on the government domain. So then the New York Times, of uh, March of last year, found and broke the story that Hillary Clinton had a private server in her Chappaqua home and had used a private email address to conduct all government business. Well, then they, she kept saying, I didn't send or receive classified materials, this was a convenience, and some other statements, which all proved to be false. The FBI investigated this because the inspector general for the State Department referred them over to the FBI to see if there was going to be an indictment to see if any um, crimes were committed. And that um, inspector general was appointed by Barack Obama and confirmed by then when the, the Democrats controlled the Senate. So fast forward to just a few months ago, the FBI concluded that there was no intent, but she did willfully mishandle classified documents. And they did find classified material all the way up into the most sensitive of U.S. secrets. So when the FBI decided they're not going to indict and the Justice Department closed this, he was also asked at, at a hearing days later, are you investigating the Clinton Foundation? And he was kind of mum on that, didn't really say yes or no. So everybody assumed that was it. And the FBI when they were asking that congressional hearing, it only looked at 
the mishandling of classified materials and not the Clinton Foundation. Now, back in July of this year, Secretary Clinton stated there is absolutely no connection between anything that I did as Secretary of State and the Clinton Foundation. Well, we learned that there, this has not been as accurate as she portrays. Now, last week, the conservative group Judicial Watch released 296 pages of State Department records containing 44 email exchanges that were not previously turned over to the State Department. Now, remember, Secretary Clinton keeps saying she turned over all emails except the 30,000 that she decided to delete because they were deemed personal. Now, this brings the known total to 171 of new Clinton emails that were not part of the 55,000 pages of emails that Secretary Clinton turned over. Now, these records further appear to contradict statements by Clinton as, as far as she knew, all of her government emails were turned over to the State Department. Now, this is where it gets a little, this is where the bombshell drops. Then, uh, then the same time, Judicial Watch released 725 pages of new State Department documents, including previously unreleased email exchanges in which former Hillary Clinton's top aide, Uma Abedin, provided influential Clinton Foundation, Foundation donors special expedited access to the Secretary of State. Now, in many instances, the preferential treatment provided to donors was at the specific request of Clinton Foundation executive Douglas Band. Now, Douglas Band was President uh, Bill Clinton's um, special assistant during the latter part of his administration. He's also the co-founder of Teneo Holdings, which deals with a lot of global issues, and he was also a co-founder of the Clinton Global Initiative. So there's a direct link between the Clintons and um, Douglas Band and Hillary Clinton. Now, also, they found out during this release the Crown Prince of Bahrain wanted to meet with Hillary Clinton, and he was forced to go through the foundation to see Clinton. And but this is after he pledged 32 million to the Clinton, the Clinton um, Global Initiatives. Now, this the emails by Uma Abedin reveal that the long time that she, she was a long time Clinton aide appeared, apparently served, she was like the conduit between the Clinton Foundation donors and Hillary Clinton while Clinton served as Secretary of State. Now, it's been reported through this whole email scandal with the, the classified documents that Uma Abedin had a couple jobs. She worked for the State Department. She worked at the Clinton Foundation. She had a consulting firm. And there was one other job which I can't think of right at this, this time. So she had a couple positions so it begs the question, how much time was she spending doing the people's business? Now, in more than a dozen email exchanges, Abedin provided expedited direct access to Clinton for donors who contributed from, from 25000 to $10 million to the Clinton Foundation. Now, in many of these instances, Clinton Foundation top executive Doug Band, again, remember that name, had worked with the foundation throughout Hillary Clinton's tenure as Secretary of State. And she definitely uh, coordinated everything with Uma Abedin. Now, Uma Abedin, in the June deposition to Judicial Watch, she conceded that part of her job at the State Department was taking care of Clinton's family matters. Now, what does that entail, family matters? Could that be the foundation? That's something that needs to be, but look and let more and more, 
it was re- resulting from her her time at the um, the foundation work, doing foundation business. Now on Monday again, the, the Obama administration confirmed that the FBI found at least fourteen thousand nine hundred more email messages that Hillary Clinton never turned over to the, the government. And this is done by U.S. District Judge James Bozeberg. Now, he was um, a Clinton appointee by, the, uh, by, um, by her husband. And he set a, a September 22nd deadline for the State Department to review all those emails, as Secretary said, and possibly get them out. Now, this is all going to come out right before the election. Now, incidentally, with all this, you have Julian Assange, who's the, the founder of WikiLeaks, He's been on a couple of the news programs on some of the, you know, CNN. He's on um, Fox News. And he's basically said that he has some things on Hillary Clinton, some documents, and he's going to release it at his disposal. And most likely it's probably going to be in October because that doesn't give the Clinton administration to respond. And he he was asked bluntly, is this damaging to her? Well, that is let to be seen and depends how much traction you get, meaning how much the media will be covering this. But at the same time as all this stuff broke, the Associated Press, they did a lengthy article that came out, I believe, let's see, on Tuesday, and they examined Hillary Clinton's daily schedules as Secretary of State. Now, they spent a couple, they spent some time trying to get that. They had to go through a, a legal challenge to get all this information. Now, my listeners, for listeners need to understand this, all this is part of the Freedom of Information Act. And this is what Judicial Watch was suing the State Department was under the Freedom of Information Act to get these this, these documents so they can review and the public can see this. So that's what the Associated Press did. They finally got her daily schedule, at least as much as they could get. I think there's more to they're still finding out more. Now what they did is they looked at the they only took out the interviews that Clinton met with that she determined. They left out the interviews that she had to do as Secretary of State as part of her job. That's meeting with foreign dignitaries, foreign leaders, and things like that. So they only looked at interviews that she didn't have to take. There was no reason for her to take these interviews. This wouldn't have um, hurt her position. This wouldn't have um, been not what a Secretary of State does. They only looked at she had no reason to meet with these people. So... With that in context, they found 85 of the 154 private individuals who got meetings or phone calls with with Hillary Clinton had donated to the foundation either personally or through their organization, which is the Clinton Foundation or the Clinton Global Initiatives. Now, again, to put it in context, the Associated Press had to seek legal challenge to get these records. Now, as they went on, they said of at least 85 of the 154 people from private interest who met or had phone conversations scheduled with Hillary Clinton while she led the State Department, donated to her family charity, or pledged commitment to its international programs. Now, according to the review of the State Department calendars, this is where they got all this stuff from, released so far, the Associated Press stated that 85 donors contributed as much as $156 million to the foundation, and at least 40 donated more than $100,000 each, and 20 gave 
more than one million dollars. Now, the state, the associate press did say this: the meetings between the um, the Democratic presidential nominee and the foundation's donors do not appear to violate legal agreements. Now, you can't give part of the campaign finance laws. You cannot give money to a campaign organization political like the Republican Party, Democratic Party, and the like. But giving money to the foundation is pretty is permissible. But what they what they've um like I said doesn't appear to violate legal agreements between Clinton between agreements between agreements with Hillary Clinton and former uh, President Bill Clinton signed before joining the State Department in 2009. But what it does show is the frequency of the overlap shows an intermingling of access and donations. And it really fuels the perceptions that to get a mission with Hillary Clinton, you had to give money to the foundation and its subsidiaries. Now, her calendars and emails released as recently as this week describe scores of contacts she and her top aides had with foundation donors. Now, her chief of staff, Cheryl Mills, she went... They, the way that the, the State Department and Hillary Clinton said she took time off and she went up to New York on her own time to interview applicants to help run the, uh, the Clinton Foundation. Now, this may have been at her own time, but it really puts a lens how much time were they given to the State Department and how much time were they given to the Clinton Foundation and their many offshoots of that. Now, the Clinton, Hillary Clinton's campaign stated what I mentioned kind of earlier. You said the AP analysis was flawed because it did not include in this calculation meeting with foreign diplomats or U.S. government officials, and the meetings AP examiner covered only the first half of Clinton's tenure as Secretary of State. Now, the last part, only the first half, was probably, which, which is true, but they still had to get a legal challenge to get those documents, and they're still trying to get the rest of them to cover that second part. But what was, what the, what was missing from the Clinton's campaign's response to this is the AP reporter who was interviewed on one of the cable news shows stated, we didn't look at in our calculations, foreign diplomats or U S government officials, because that was her daily job. She was supposed to meet with diplomats, foreign officials. That's in her daily work. They looked at individuals where she had no reason to meet with them. She decided to meet with them. So that's why, they did that way. Now, also in that AP, they said 154 did not include U.S. federal employees or foreign government representatives. Now, Clinton met with representatives of at least 16 foreign governments. And this is interesting. They donated <clears throat> as much as $170 million to the Clinton charity. But they were not included in the AP's calculations because such meetings would presumably that would be part of her official diplomatic duties. Now, legally, um, I know Donald Trump has been calling for a special prosecutor. The only way he's going to institute a special prosecutor would be the Justice Department and or the um, the president. You know that's not going to happen. I don't, Loretta Lynch is not going to do a special prosecutor, nor is President Obama going to appoint one. Congress is looking into this. I'm not sure if they can appoint one. But I think if they would, they would have done so by now. So my guess is they, they're not going to be able to. So the question is, legally, must, must they find other emails that get released or something comes out of 
WikiLeaks is do- um, document dump, dump coming in the next month or two. Possibly maybe something there, unless it's overwhelmingly that they have no choice but to do an indictment from there. That's that's to be seen. The other thing, now politically, this is when she gets into trouble because she's having a problem with trust. Only 11 pe- 11% of the people believe she's trustworthy and honest. So as she moves forward, this is still keeps dogging her because every time she thinks she puts it behind her and the country thinks it put behind her, more documents come out and be released. Now, this plays to what Donald Trump has been saying, that the, 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 um, the system is rigged against the average American. Now, Donald Trump is having a hard time getting traction on this because he's also viewed as untrustworthy and people despise him as well. But as time goes on and more and more revelations come out, this really hurts her. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, she gets elected and more comes out. She's going to be so underwater that most people don't trust her. Most people don't believe what she has to say. And when you become president of the United States, there's a lot of weighty issues you have to discuss. The first thing we got to do is jumpstart the U.S. economy. But the other thing is the Middle East is ablaze. The world's in chaos. So let's just say she has to send troops somewhere. Does anybody believe her that um, what she's going to say because of all the lies that she had spoken. Now, if you go by what James Cuomo said, he refuted every argument that she used. And even just from this, if you go back to the beginning when she said that um, there is absolutely no connection between anything that I did as Secretary of State and the Clinton Foundation. Well, that's proven false because her aides were heavily involved with communications dealing with um, Clinton Foundation members on behalf of things that they needed to get done. So the question begs to be answered is what more is out there? Now, the media has a role to play. Now, granted, the New York Times first broke this story in March of 2015. But since then, her, um, her statements that she said at that UN press conference when it first broke proved false, that she never sent to receive classified material. Judge um, FBI Director Cuomo refuted that, that she had multiple servers and all the other things she said. Now, Hillary Clinton um, reiterates saying, the FBI cleared me, said I was truthful. I think she's putting that in the lens that everything she did was truthful. That was only in her interview with the FBI, not what she said in front of Congress in other places and what she said to the American people. So, and when she was meeting with the FBI, that was not under oath. So there's a lot of there's a lot of irregularities here. This isn't a partisan issue, whether you're liberal or conservative or Republican or Democrat. This is based off of was there influence peddling? Because we're seeing a connection and we're seeing email trails where Clinton Foundation members met with her inner circle. Now, whether they met with her or not, but it just even when she met with foreign leaders, they did donate to the Clinton Foundation. There's also a book out called Clinton Cash by Peter Schweitzer. This was in May of last year, and he dictates a lot of the a lot of things that were brought up between the foundation, her time at the State Department, and some things overseas. One of them is the Russian uranium deal. Another one was a city that's supposed to a high tech city built outside of Moscow. So it's interesting. To um, to see where this is going, but 
and not to this is not me picking on Hillary Clinton or me supporting Donald Trump, which I don't support either one of them for that. Just let my listeners know. But we need to know where what is going on. What relationship did the State Department have with the, the Secretary of State and vice versa? Because we, if she becomes president in a constitutional crisis, because more of this comes up, what are we going to do? Impeach her? And we have to go through that constitutional crisis as well. So we should know this now, not later. And the American people need an answer. Was she selling influence at the Secretary of State? These are some of the tough questions that we need to know. Not like, again, not now. I mean, not after the election, but now. So I would tell my listeners, let's challenge our leaders to come clean of what they do, not just Democrats, but Republicans as well. So keep listening to Ubaldi Reports. You can find me on on, on the web. Go to UbaldiReports.com. You can find me on Facebook, Ubaldi Reports, Twitter. Let me know what you think of these, these um, podcasts. I'm just curious to see what my listeners think. What do you want me to discuss or research? And I will do it. Um, if you all, so if you get a chance, go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble and get my book. It's called The New Business Brigade, Why Businesses Need to Hire Veterans and the Untapped Resource They Represent. So please tune in and keep listening. But it's time for us to take our government back. But we got to be informed. So this is one place to go. So keep listening to Uvalde Reports. 